Tonto News, your number one news source for anything anime related. My name is Bees. My name is Bazzy. This is a podcast about cartoons and things that happen in the animation industry. And uh, my chair rotated, so I got further away from my mic as I said <laughs> that. Uh, woo! Yeah, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> and usually we start off with trailers. Uh, we've been doing like tri weekly episodes recently. Sorry, fellas. Yeah. Shit's shit's happening yeah. <laughs> recently. It's been it's been hard to schedule things, but here we are. It, we we make a way. And uh, I only had two trailers within the past three weeks. I would have thought there would be more. The first trailer that you sent me was from Walt Disney Animation Studios. This is Wish. First of all, I want to say when I first looked up Disney Wish, a boat showed up instead oh. of the actual mm-hmm. movie. Uh, I believe it's because one of their cruise lines, or one of their cruises, the boat itself is named Wish. Uh, I find that to be a, kind of a weird choice, but... Oh, they have, they're having kind of a, a frozen moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, they're trying to hide the boat. They're trying to hide the boat. What happened on that boat? This is a conspiracy podcast. Um, <laughs> what, happened on, what happened on Disney Wish? The all-new musical comedy welcomes audiences to Rosas, a fantastical land located on the Iberian Peninsula. Our heroine, Asha, lives in Rosas, known as the Kingdom of Wishes, said director Chris Buck, who helms the film with Fawn Verisunthorn. I hope I'm saying that last name right. Or Vera Sunthorn. Okay. People come from everywhere to give their wishes to a magical king who promises to grant their deepest desires. Someday... Only he can decide when the wishes will come true and when. Uh, okay. We have been inspired by so many iconic films over Disney's uh, Disney Animation's 100 years, especially stories w- where we explore the power of someone with a wish, combined with the conviction to make that wish come true. Being able to honor that legacy with this incredible story and these amazing characters has been a joy for our entire team. This is... I believe whenever we first heard about this movie, it says something about this is about the star that yes. goes across the Disney logo, which is a little silly, but I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, the From what we've seen from the trailer, it is very reminiscent of a lot of older Disney films, I would argue. It's <clears throat> something about the premise and the villains themselves, or the, the villain himself, uh, Again, just feels very much more like classic Renaissance Disney instead of a lot of the recent films that we've been getting. That's cool. Yeah, because Disney, most of their latest villains have been very like either there is no villain and it's kind of just like a kind of like a internal conflict or like not like like take fucking my brain is blanking <sighs> movie about the family. This is. Big family. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Loud House. What are you talking Not about? The, the fucking movie about the family that just came out. <laughs> it was big. Bruno. What's that fucking movie called? Encanto. Encanto. I was like, it starts with an E. I don't know why I could not remember what the fuck it was called. That's so embarrassing for me. Anyway, like, you know, there wasn't really a villain in that movie. It was just kind of like, you know, the family just having to be a good family together and to one another 
So you have that, and then you have, like, the recent onslaught of, like, surprise twist villains like we've had in Frozen. But we haven't really had a villain that's just like, I'm a bad guy. And I'm Oh, yeah, like, straight up. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, hey, I'm like, you know, that is kind of a breath of fresh air. A a fresh of breath air. Uh, Fresh of breath air, yeah. How do you feel about Asha, the new Disney princess? See, I, I'm i excited for her, but see, when this trailer came out, some of us black folks kind of noticed she looked a lot lighter than she originally looked when they revealed mm. this at D23 last year. And we were like, mm, don't like that. <laughs> and maybe, you know, maybe weird. it could, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe it was lighting, whatever. But I I'm pretty. I feel like they, I feel like they lighting her up because I do not remember her being this light. So I'm kind of yeah. mixed on that. I'm excited to see where her story goes, though. Her like her singing voice is very nice. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the visuals of this movie? Uh, I kind of like them. I'm it's it's almost there for me I don't know what I don't know what it is honestly they're they're doing a kind of different look I I don't want to be like spider-verse because it's certainly not but um it's it's like cell shaded ish and I guess I I guess I've seen people be like oh they're trying to do what spider-verse did and it's like they're clearly not (laughs) <laughs> spider-verse is very much differently stylistically you, you 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 can't just put cell shading on something and then say oh spider-verse did it because spider-verse <laughs> wasn't the first movie to even fucking do that <clears throat> anyways uh i it, it's kind of giving like um a watercolory storybook kind of feel and i kind of like that i don't know it i wish it just maybe looked a bit more 2d yes because uh, you can still very much tell that the characters are 3d it's like uh, oh no it's like the fucking chippendale oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's better done yeah but you can tell it's still like like they didn't want to go all the way yeah and that, that's, like, my other issue with this. Because I agree with you. I don't think it looks bad. I think it... I, I, I think the style of it looks quite nice, actually. But it's, like, I can tell they were still just, like... They were, like, we'll do a little bit different, but we're not gonna do too much. And I'm, like, but you can. Yeah. But you can. Why don't you? Oh, wait, I do have another issue. But I'll get to that okay. after we're, we're uh. done with this. But, yeah, I just... I, I don't know. It's nice. It looks. It does look nice, and it does look promising, though. I'm kind of neutral on it. I mean, mm. not uh, not to be a Disney hater. Oh no, you can't. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it looks nice. It has potential. I'm not like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not crazy about it either. Mm. Um, but I, I am glad that I guess they are kind of um changing up the visuals a little bit. I'm happy mm. about that. I don't know if I have too much to say. Um, was your complaint going to be about the talking animal? <laughs> yes, it was. It was <laughs> going to be about the talking animal. I, I, I'm a hater. I, <laughs> when I saw that in June, I was like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. It I'm is sorry. just so classic Disney, though. <sighs> so, like, <laughs> you kind of have to, right? <laughs> I guess you don't have to. 
But isn't it funny that the little cute goat has a deep voice? See, they did that already. Illumination already did that with Kevin Hart playing that fucking rabbit in that one movie. What was that fucking movie called? Secret Life of Pets. <laughs> Why can I remember mm. that but not in <laughs> You're really showing your cards. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm secretly a, an Illumination fan. But no, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This looks cute, though. It looks nice. We'll have to. I'll have to see more. I'm, I need another trailer to really. We'll have to see more. Yeah, this is a yeah. teaser trailer. Yeah. So not not everything is done. Maybe they can spruce up the visuals a little bit more within that time. I don't know. Yeah. I was just gonna say there's a little bit more um, of the description. Uh, in Wish, Ashe, a sharp-witted idealist, makes a wish so powerful that it is answered by a cosmic force, a little ball <laughs> of boundless energy called Star. Together, Asha and Star confront a most more formidable foe, the ruler of Rosas, King Magnifico, to save her community and prove that uh, when the will of one courageous human connects with the magic of the stars, wondrous things can happen. Whoa. That's it. Wish comes out only in theaters in November. All right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, the next show that you sent me... Well, it's from Disney Channel. This is Haley's On It. And I... Did we talk about this one before? Or was that a we different one? The, we said that it was announced. But okay, here okay. is the first actual trailer of Haley's On It. Yes. Okay. Uh, animated comedy adventure Haley's On It follows Haley, a risk-adverse but resourceful teenager on a mission to complete every item on her long list of challenging and sometimes impractical tasks in order to save the world. Uh, whether she's tackling every ride at the county fair, performing in a musical, reuniting a singing duo, or facing her ever-growing and complicated feelings towards her best friend Scott, <gasps> Haley's always encountering new challenges and more opportunities to conquer her fears. Uh, we got a new little Disney cartoon coming out soon. Yeah. It looks pretty cute. <laughs> I'm interested. This looks nice. I'm interested. Haley gets, like, visited. I'm just, of like, that. <laughs> I don't know who this woman is. <laughs> I think that might be, like, maybe her future self or someone close to her. Something. But she doesn't have the freckles. But yeah. Ah, that's true. I, was, I was thinking maybe it was the future self, but maybe not. But she's like, bro, you have to do everything in this book. And it's my big list of things I'm totally going to do. I don't know. I kind of like the plot, though. I mean, it's it, it's a simple thing. But just, you know, take risks and do things that you might be scared of. But, you know, maybe it'll turn out good. That sort yeah. of thing. I think that's cute. I think that's like a cute thing for kids. Me too. <laughs> it just looks cute. It looks cute. I uh, I like the main character's design. If someone has like elbow or knee patches, I'm gonna mm. really enjoy that. No matter what, it's that easy. <laughs> no, you're so right. It's a very cute little design choice. <laughs> also, she has a little tooth gap or like a chip tooth. Yeah, a, yeah. It's also very cute. Yeah, it's just nice. It's just a nice design. It was like a cute little show, and I've also seen like nobody talk about it. Up. Yeah, and this came out two weeks ago. The the trailer. The trailer. I when does it actually come out? Um, that's a good question. New series, Haley's on it. It goes away so quickly at the end. <laughs> <Help>. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, Disney Channel, Thursday, June 8th at 8 p.m. And then it'll be on Disney Plus uh, the next day. So that's okay. cool. Cool. Yeah. Awesome yeah. for Haley. <laughs> I don't have too much to say about it. I just wanted to give it a little shouts out. Uh, yeah. Again, I haven't seen very many people talk about it. We like to, we we like to give little shout outs. I don't know. I might I might have to watch this one because this looks nice. Mm-hmm. We might have to check this one out. Yeah. Any last uh, thoughts? Oh. Oh no, not really. Mm. Um, I was just gonna segue into other kind of Disney related stuff. All right, let's go. Uh, we have some news from the Animation Guild. Ooh. This was another tweet from the Animation Guild. And I, I believe we have talked about this before, but either I don't think things have really changed on it. There is a petition for, uh, yeah, an open letter to Walt Disney Animation Studios Disney leadership, and it's again for Disney to you know recognize the Animation Guild um, for the production workers. So hey, Disney, Do let's that. get on that, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be cool. Uh, I'll most likely put the link in the description again if you would like to sign the petition uh, because unionizing is awesome and mm-hmm. Disney should, you know, give recognition it. to its production workers. And this is my little uh, Animation Guild segment. Production workers on Invincible have voted overwhelmingly to unionize with the Animation Guild. Woohoo! Yay! Thank God. <laughs> but we love to see it. We love to see... Everybody unionizing. Exactly, uh, yes. And recently, you've most likely heard that uh, WGA members have been on strike recently. Mm. Uh, you know, Writers Guild. Yeah. Uh, and there's a post from the Animation Guild saying that they stand in solidarity with the D, uh, WGA members. So, yeah, good. fuck yeah, the strike <laughs> is awesome. Do yeah. not stop until they give you million billion dollars because mm-hmm. you all deserve it. it isn't it like they're just asking for like a tiny percent more yes. wage yes what an insane thing right <laughs> it's insane and like slightly off well i mean it's with the 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 wga but not animation related but i've i've seen like apparently like some people who work on fucking Saturday Night Live and say what you want about SNL, that's fine. But it's like you know mm. the the writers are basically the heart of the show. Why are some of them being paid literal cents for their jokes? Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. That's insane. Oh my god. Oh boy. I, I just I just don't get it. Like fucking pay people a proper wage, please. And see, the thing is, like, I'm I'm a tech person. I I look into tech. I enjoy tech, genuinely. But it's so fucking tiring seeing so many tech bros just be like, um, we can just fucking pop a pop a script in chat GPT. And I'm like, that's not how it fucking works. Because the thing is, all these AI bots, all they do is regurgitate things that they have been fed. People making like fake trailers or whatever, being like, "Can you believe that this was made by a fucking AI robot?" And it's like, yes, because I've seen that shit in other fucking movies. None, none of that stuff is original. <laughs> like, so it's like <sighs> people being like, "We can have movies made by AI," and it's like it's gonna be the most worst shit of all time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Like what? Why? Why are you so against paying people 
to create art and create and to create like shows and movies that and music that we would enjoy like so like this stuff that's like so much that has like such a part in humanity and so is like humane and stuff why are you trying to take that away <laughs> like what you like why don't you just let people get paid for shit because i've seen like take the bros 2 being like now these writers have to get real jobs and it's like oh. what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> and uh, i'm just tired it's nuts people should be paid for their work exactly and- us at Channel 2 News uh, stand with the Animation Guild and the strike happening currently exactly. with WGA members. People should <sighs> be paid for the many hours that they put in. We should all, everybody, everybody should go on strike right now, actually. Everybody. Every, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> everybody. Everyone. Get in the streets now. <laughs> Keep honking your damn horns mm-hmm. at that one street. Annoy God. the shit yes. out of those executives. Yes. I just hope things go well. Oh, yeah. They so, better. I mean, this. Uh, there's a Wikipedia page for the strike currently right now. Good. Uh, yeah, which is good. And I believe it said it was one of the largest strikes. Yeah, as well as the largest labor stoppage for the WGA since uh, 2007, 2008. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so good. Good. Make some damn noise. Exactly. All of the rest of the news I have will probably just be jumbled up, so I apologize for that. But okay, uh, I'll just go in order of <laughs> my Google tabs. <laughs> okay. So I've heard recently that an an older show will be getting a new season. I don't think necessarily a reboot, but just a new season. Um. Warner Brother Discoveries acquires Totally Spy season seven. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Who? Oh, okay. I, and I don't. I don't mean to be rude. Who? Who? Who wants this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm a Totally Spies fan, but I do agree with you. I feel like it's kind of one of those shows that I feel like is remembered more for the nostalgia more than the actual show itself. Don't get mm. me wrong. I I like it, and I'm. I mean, I fucking hate Warner Bros. right now, but, I mean, in any other case, I'd be like, oh, hella fucking yeah. I mean, even now, I'm probably like, hella fucking yeah, I just wish that it wasn't from you. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm interested to see where they go with it, because, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you have a lot to do with the concept of, like, yeah, girl girl spies. (laughs) I just don't. I mean, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I'm it's not been mad ten about years. It. Yeah. I'm just. I'm shrugging my shoulders. I. It's just, <laughs> I. I want new things and not yeah. old things. I also don't know how I feel about the design. I don't know. I don't like. They. Look, they basically look the same, but I don't like Clover's hair. I'm a hater. Is this a completely new image or? It's, I is it believe just art it's, from, you know, the old season six. Is this, is this the new, this is what I saw. I mean, that's what I'm seeing too, but I don't know yeah, if, it's, yeah. if it's new. I think it's new, because I remember it. I can trust the Reddit. Yeah, this is new. This is new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, listen, we can hate it, but the, the Reddit Reddit's will always give you the facts as much as I hate facts. But no, this is new. This is from a year ago. Jesus Christ. Oh, God, yeah, okay, I see an article from 2022. Totally Spies is back with a new season. Where the hell was the... Yeah. Hey. Huh. <laughs> hey. fucking tricked me! <laughs> um... Okay. Why am I just now seeing shit about this? Well, okay. Well, Totally Spies is getting a season seven. Um, I find I just find it to be a weird decision. Um, yeah. I, I'm not. I guess I'm not a Totally Spies head to begin with. Um, mm. And unfortunately, I think <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> um, associate the show with just the general freakiness and. Oh my god! <laughs> literally, I was thinking about that too. The weird like, shit that happened in it. There's yeah. a lot of yeah. It's been discussed to hell and back, but if you don't know, Totally Spice has a lot of interesting things in it. Um, insert that picture that's like starring the writer's hardly disguised fetish. Mm. Yeah. There's just a lot of weird yeah. shit. In, yeah. I won't say it, it was the whole show, because I don't, I don't believe that it was, but it was enough that people were like hey something weird's going on <laughs> oh yeah yeah don't like that stop fucking i'm laughing but i'm laughing just because of remembering how much that was there but stop fucking putting that shit in kids shows please please stop draw that shit fucking do that show in your own time don't do that when you're working on shows meant for children that's very weird and very gross oh and it's called whoop world well that was whoop world yeah. Season 7 Whoop World. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the agency. Not World, but Whoop. It's called Whoop. Oh, I don't know shit about Totally Spies. <laughs> okay. I guess it could be good, but again, I wish uh, we could get some new content. Yeah. Um, and I And I hope the girls change outfits uh, every episode like they used to. Oh my god, same. I, the fucking fashion was so much fun. Please exactly. <laughs> They better not be wearing, like, modern clothing, you know what I mean? I need it to well, stay early 2000s. Okay, For well, me. I was about to say, Ma, you know damn good and well that's not about to happen. <laughs> <sighs> Although if it did, I would, I would love that. I don't really mind either way, especially if this is, if it's going to be modern, but I don't know if it is or isn't, but I'm, I'm cool either way. Just keep it to their, like, specific personalities you know because i think like yeah. one of them had more of a sporty sense of fashion one of them might have been more preppy so i don't want all of them just wear new shit like at least keep it in like in their personalities that's all i ask <laughs> mm -hmm. um have you heard of a movie it's called spider-verse uh have you heard of no. it before okay I, well I it's, actually it's, haven't. it's okay it's about um so okay, so there's a Spider Man. You know Spider Man, Whoa. right? Um, yeah. But there's there's like a you're talking about Peter Parker, right? Well, I mean, yeah, there's like Peter Parker, but there's also um this other one. There's other Spider Men, mm -hmm. um because they thought, you know, concept so nice. We'll do it twice, and so there's another okay. one. Um, his name's Miles. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what's this? What's this political shit? What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Spider-Verse 2. Okay. Um. Yay. I hope... I do... I I love I love Miles. Please don't... <laughs> I'm afraid someone's gonna listen. I'd be like, This was a bit. Hey, this was, yeah, a, this bit. was a bit. This was a bit. 
Uh, we got some recent <laughs> news about the uh, sequel to Spider-Verse, uh, saying that it will be the longest animated film that actually ever, I was going to say recently, huh? but like ever. Okay, I was going to say ever. <laughs> pretty much. Um, Seriously? The, the way the sentence is worded is pissing me off. Okay. Okay. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse becomes the newest addition to the recent slew of blockbusters with runtime stretching past the two-hour mark, clocking in at two hours and 20 minutes. Ah, okay, okay. Which is quite long for an animated movie. See, you know, usually I'd be like, damn, that's too long. I'm not gonna sit there all that time, but for this, I'm like, slippery slurp. Give me my popcorn and my hot dog. I've been waiting for that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, go right ahead. (laughs) Cook. Keep cooking. (laughs) So I'll take it. Yeah, I'm excited about that. It's interesting. It's it it's already a stupidly long, not stupidly long. It's it's long for an animated film already. Uh, it's interesting that is like part one. You know, yes. there's gonna be two of these. Yes. So like, how long's the second one gonna be? <laughs> three hours. Like a three Give hour animated movie. <laughs> the I'm people excited. working on this better be, you know, okay. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Literally. Please I, I hate believe them. Let them uh, yeah, take I believe Spider Verse has a uh, has a lot of people working on it, so mm. I'm not super worried about you know people being overworked um, for the specific movie. But yeah, we Still. usually just don't see animated <laughs> movies that go this long, and so I'm interested in seeing just all that power. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility, and something, something. Yeah, okay, the last longest animated film was 2012's Consuming Spirits, which was 2 hours and 16 minutes, so... Okay. I'm t- I'm beating them by 4 minutes, but... Yeah. I don't believe I know what Consuming Spirits is, but I, I'm looking at it now. I think I have to look at this. <laughs> oh yeah, I have to watch this movie. Ooh, the art style's really fun. I, it's kind of weird looking, but I really like what I'm seeing so far. I have to look into that later. Okay. But, but yeah, again, I'm interested in the fact that it's a two-part movie, and so how long is the second one going to be? And Yeah. How long was the Batman, actually? Hang on. The Batman was almost three hours. Okay. Okay. I was thinking, because I, I watched the Batman, I was like, oh, fucking hell, three hours? But I mean, it, it kept my attention the whole time, which was surprising. Uh, okay. So yeah, hopefully, I mean, I'm sure Spider Verse can keep my damn attention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not too worried about that now that I say that out loud. Um, some general art and animation news. Uh, hey, have you heard of this guy? His name's Craig McCracken. Um, he like he like made some pretty important uh American animation. You know, yeah, have you heard of the Powerpuff Girls? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're like Foster's Home, we're Kid Cosmic, (laughs) we're Water Over Yonder. Um, (laughs) Craig McCracken. I don't know why that's my segue of the night, but it is. Um, Craig McCracken (laughs) is having an art show. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Big news. Uh, (laughs) There will only be one day left whenever this episode comes out. Uh, (laughs) So if you're hearing this. You better start running. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Show us pictures. But, oh, yeah. Buy me something from there, please. 
Please. Um, yeah, he's he's selling some of his original work of you know production drawings, um, you know concept art, things like that. And it's so it's so cool. And this is kind of the f- I don't want to say the first time, but I I haven't heard of Craig McCracken do doing an art show like this, you know, yeah. in a long time. So this is God. I wish I could go, dude. Me too. <laughs> uh, it's uh, in um. It's at Gallery, oh, Gallery Nucleus um, in California. <gasps> Sorry. They're going to have a Katamari event over there, too. Oh, oh they're Stop. killing me. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what? I can't. Oh, I'm going to cry. No. Um, crack, crack. <laughs> I'm not. Crack, crack. Crack, 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 I if I could teleport, would I would be, be there in a flash. So cool. It's also just really cool to see, um, again, some of the production art and concept art that I don't think we've ever really seen before. Mm. Uh, his stuff's so good. It's ah, it's such it's such a cool thing to do, um, to see. Ah. God, I wish I could be there, Craig. If you're listening, <laughs> Craig, hear me out, my man. You Craig, should have please. your art show at other places. Thank you. Uh, yeah um if anyone listening like got the ability to go to that event uh that is so so cool and you should tell me how it was and i won't be jealous at all (laughs) this is kind of silly news (laughs) okay Um, you know the youtube i guess youtubes they make little figurines of things i haven't really looked into them too much um they make like they make like figurines of like YouTubers and like popular media and stuff like that, but they're only a l- they're only a- like available for a short amount of time. So there's been a <laughs> there's been a Hatsune Miku a collaboration with these. Yeah, but there's a very much more specific collaboration of YouTube's Hatsune Miku and my life as a teenage robot. So it's like a Jenny figure, but she looks like Miku. Who I I like this is something you see fan art of, you know? But yeah. <laughs> I never thought this would ever become an official thing. They did that for me. <laughs> they did they, that tr- for me. <laughs> huge day for you and also trans women around the globe. Like Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a really cute figurine too. It's so good. Like if I did not have to spend money on other things, I would absolutely fucking get this. Because that's like two two characters that I very much enjoy. If you if you know me, you know I'm a huge Miku head. There's not it's anything nice to else that says. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to see Jenny showing up in a lot of recent, um, just like Nickelodeon official things. Mm. Um, I mean, she was in that little fighting game. That yeah. I haven't heard much of recently, but she was in there. I, um, she the keeps popping up I'm, here and there. Yeah. The funny thing is, I actually watched my brother like I actually watched my brother play that game the other day. Really? And I yeah, and I forgot about that. I was like, oh shit, Jenny is in here. Who does he main? He played Cat Dog a good bit, and then he played a little. <laughs> then he played a little bit of Jenny and a little bit of Cora. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I'm like, alright. I see you. 
but he, I think he really played cat dog. <laughs> That's a good choice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I, f- I, I never thought I would see the day of yeah. an official, actually, My Life as a Teenage Robot and Miku collab. That's Yeah. It's awesome. It's a jaw drop moment, I think. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think this would happen, but it's cool. It's really cool that this happened. Um, hopefully, we can snag one of the figurines. Uh, they're doing giveaways and shit on their Twitter. Please, so. I need this fucking figurine. <laughs> you don't understand. Uh, I'll go on YouTube's.com right now. No. <laughs> okay, the Jenny um, figurine comes out in. Okay, it drops uh, on the 19th, so that's when pre-orders officially start. Uh, and then they will ship in September. It's $30, but... That's not awful. Compared not to, bad. like, Nendoroids. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really not bad. I'm just... Money is... It's 30 smackers anyways, yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, I do think it's worth it. Uh something i wanted to give a little shout out to the um the annecy festival is happening uh pretty soon i believe that's in june which is like a little animation festival and you get to see a bunch of cool new stuff there but uh, i have an article from variety um saying that i believe thank you variety um i believe the first african anime kind of collaboration movie will be shown um at the festival which is really interesting Okay, Anime Legends producer Masao Maruyama and director, I'm sorry if I mispronounced this, Gisoburo Suji, um, as well as U.S. animation producer and distributor G-Kids. G-Kids is always there, shout yeah. out! Um, <laughs> have joined global multimedia company Enlight and Enlight Japan to produce Mfinda, which I tried to look up how to pronounce it and it didn't really help, uh, so I also apologize if I'm, if I'm mispronouncing that. Um, a first Afro anime film, which will be the subject of an in-depth first look at June's uh, Annecy Festival. Woohoo! Emfinda uh, follows a 12-year-old uh, Congolese girl who is taken to the Emfinda, a primordial forest teeming with spirits, gods, and ancestors. There she meets up with another young girl from a different time, and together they set out to find the magical... Uh, it is spelled N-K-I-S-I, so... I might just say Kisi. Let's let's see how to pronounce this one too, shall we? All right. It just says Kisi or Kissy. All right. Okay. Thank you, YouTube. Uh, vessels that hold ancestral spirits as well as empowering materials or medicines that will help her find her way home. It's cool. <laughs> it's it, I can send you a little picture also. Yeah, the visuals. I was just about to ask. It looks quite pretty. Ooh, yeah, that does look nice. Okay, yeah, uh, 2D hand-drawn animation. We love to see that. Okay, uh, it says in the article, established to bring untapped authentic stories from uh, the black and indigenous imagination to life for a worldwide audience. Uh, which, that's very nice. Yeah. Uh, has trademarked, um, Afrime as a term <laughs> to describe the merging of Japanese anime and storytelling from Africa and the African, uh, diaspora. Mm. Uh, plans to produce content from a wide-ranging, franchise-driven slate of animated and live-action IP. So, I mean, hopefully we'll be seeing more stories kind of like this. Yeah. Uh, I would like I just that. found that one to be really interesting. Uh, and hopefully with the uh, Annecy Festival coming up soon, we'll have a bunch more 
really cool uh, new animated stuff to talk about. This one I saw because of G-Kids. They were like, bro, check this one out. And I was like, dude, <laughs> this looks awesome. I will check it out. Shouts yeah. out. We, we love to see, you know, animation and stories from all over the damn world. And I, I, I try to find things from all over the damn world. <laughs> uh, uh, one final thing of, you know, cool new animation coming out soon. Uh, Boxtown is a new indie animated noir comedy and they are looking to get funding for their production which I feel like I should clarify they already did a kind of GoFundMe I believe a GoFundMe um, for their pre-production making animation is really expensive <laughs> so they're, um, they're doing the Indiegogo right now um, for $80,000 but all Again, right. um, animation is so damn expensive. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to add fuel to the fire. I feel like there's just like a bunch of Twitter. It was like for two days. I don't know, mm. but I, <laughs> I saw kind of um, just like hate towards this project or certain animation enjoyers not understanding the kind of production of animation and the mm. fact that hey, these things are really expensive to make. Uh, yeah. Especially if you want to, you know, treat your animators and storyboard artists, literally everyone in the te- on, the, on the team correctly. Uh, so I think people were complaining about, you know, the fact that it's $80,000. But also, I mean... That's just that's just how it is. <laughs> that's just how... that What, what else are you going <sighs> to... Ah... <laughs> <laughs> non-indie things cost way more than that so yeah it's, it, i i think it <laughs> i don't i don't want to start drama i don't uh i think this project could be really cool um i think the people being like oh it's too expensive um you're silly <laughs> learn a little bit more about animation and how it's made please before you mm. share your opinions on how it should be made i mean it's and like yeah. i i get how people you know try to oh i'll try to be positive i get how people who may not know too much about the process how they may not know how expensive it is but it's like if you look at a game that has like really good graphics and really good you know like whole a real like really good ui and all this stuff it doesn't come cheap you look at a tv show it has like mm-hmm. really good actors really good script great like production value it doesn't come cheap why why do people look at animation as if it's anything different and i get that it's also coming from it's an indie animation so people might be even more or less to be like why are they asking for so much but it's like that's like I said. That's just how it is. It's expensive. It's expensive. Uh, yeah. Y- you know, this is the production part of it too. So mm. you know, finishing up storyboards and like proper animation. The animation's gonna be yeah. quite hefty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, the it seems to be at, at least for like the little um teaser that we've seen. It's like two D animation on top of a three D background, which I really mm. enjoy. Um, so it's also you know compositing you know the editing of that making the 3d backgrounds and then you know making sure they actually fit within that world and make it look nice these are expensive 
<laughs> they have a um, they have a very big thing on their Indiegogo right now. That's that says um. Also, the entertainment industry is fucking scary right now. <laughs> so, uh, this is why we animation fans and creators need to get creative about how to move big budget original animation forward. Very true. Very true. Uh, we have seen uh, what animation can achieve when creators are unrestrained by networks, which is also very true. Also very true. Yes. I don't know. I'm sick of Twitter discourse. I need to delete Twitter forever. Um, go no, support later. Box House. Or <laughs> go, go support uh, Box Town, which, hey, um, two, the two main characters are also uh, voiced by Alex Hirsch and Tara Strong. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, I think another thing is like, oh, how's it indie animation if you have like all these people who have worked in the industry before? My answer to that is it's that's yeah that you're nuts <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they're not underneath a network right now yeah. so that therefore <laughs> it is indeed <laughs> people are silly people are silly yeah. um i'll put the link to the indiegogo in the description but hey please check this out please i, I would very much like to see this gain some more traction because uh, i think it I don't want to say donations have... I feel like donations have slowed down recently, and I do not want to see that. We support indie animation. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And speaking of that, uh, indie animation, the day that we're recording this, May 16th, is now named Indie Animation Day, at least on oh, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, there <laughs> have been people, uh, you know, posting hashtag Indie Animation Day and, you know, posting their new projects. I just recommend uh, checking out that little hashtag, seeing what people are doing. Uh, you know, find There's some a lot new of neat artists. There's <laughs> a lot of neat stuff, and also like stuff my friends have been working on. Yeah, uh, give me some fucking leaks when we're done, because I want to support them. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody, check shit out. Um, yeah, support indie animation, all the different kinds of it. And quit being silly about this box town shit. <laughs> Please. Please. I can't I can't I can't do this shit anymore, Twitter. <laughs> Be nice. Sorry. But yeah, I'm very happy to see um Indie Animation Day. It's it's been a cool way to find new artists. Alright. Mom. No more news, B. <laughs> no more news. What did I make you watch this time? You wanted me to watch King of the Hill. Play that fucking theme song. you say this is one of the most iconic animated openings absolutely <laughs> it feels like it right yeah like, it feels like it it's so recognizable mm. it's just good it's just a good and it's catchy opening. it's catchy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you, how did you, you haven't, you haven't watched much of this show before, have you? It, how do I say, I, I, 
I watched it here and then. It's like if it yeah, was yeah. on Adult Swim, then I yeah. would watch it. But I, it's not like I can say I've watched a full season. I I just feel like I've watched several random episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm very much familiar with it. Yeah. That's that's pretty much where I would say I am. Like, or at least I've seen a lot of the older episodes. I have not seen. I've seen like mm. maybe a few of the se- the episodes in season one, but I have not seen very many of them. Yeah, and um, I, for this time, I did also watch a little bit just like random episodes on Adult Swim. Uh, mm. But I did also watch the entire first season. That was interesting because I, I, I again, <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm more um, what's the fucking word? I'm more suited with just random kind of somewhat older episodes maybe not older but you know yeah, middle-ish yeah. but like the first season I don't want to say the vibes were off <laughs> <laughs> no I hear what you say it's kind of you know they're trying to find their footing it's different yeah it's, yeah that's literally how it felt when I was watching I was like this is different <laughs> it's just a little different yeah this season, like I, or, I still in, season. I still enjoyed it for the most part though but it's oh, like yeah. I was like oh this is weird like like I don't know. I was just like, oh, this is different. Like, Bill? One of the characters that, like, I feel like he feels, he feels more like a normal person <laughs> in the first season. Because in the, in, like, I still enjoy his character, but I think, like, as the show goes on, he becomes a little bit more, like, silly and more stupid, more the stupid one. But like in the first yeah. season, he's kind of he's kind of like a voice of reason. Sometimes I'm like, I'm not used to that. I'm like, you're supposed to be dumb. <laughs> Where's this coming from, Bill? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I also thought like in later episodes, he's supposed to be kind of like the more pathetic one. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Here he's just one of the guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just a dude. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I kind of thought about the same thing with Luann, sort of, because mm. in I feel like in later episodes, she's just much more uh, loud yeah, and dumb. Um, mm. But she, I don't want to say, she like a little bit quieter in this yeah. first season, and a bit smarter, she's a bit more capable, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like Luann in this, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed the first season, I mean... I don't think I have very much to complain about. I, yeah. It's King of the Hill, you know. I don't it's think good. I have much to complain about. Um, like I don't know. I just yeah. like that. Um, it felt just like quieter. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's true. One, ooh, one one thing I really noticed is that I think, and I'm sure you know later seasons do this too, but maybe it's just something I noticed, um, like really looking into the first season, hmm. is that I think it. It has a lot of kind of tender moments with the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it had it had moments where I'm like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> I do think that's like one of King of the Hills like like biggest draw points. Yeah, it's just, like it does. Like obviously, it has its insane moments, but like at the most, how do I? It feels like one of those shows where it's like. I'm gonna say insane, but you know, like an after-school special where it's like, <laughs> where it's like it would have like a, a serious topic, but then it's like at the end, everybody like you know, like fucking a Full House or like any of those like old like shows, like sitcom shows. Yeah. There is like a big thing, and then it's like 
oh, the whole family comes together and they're like, we all still love each other. And, yeah. but like, here it's like, oh, Bobby gets addicted to, <laughs> to, to cigarettes. <laughs> and, so, and so do, and so does Hank and Peggy. And so the, the whole time they're kind of just going insane over each other because they all just really want to have some fucking cigarettes but then at the end of the episode they're like we don't need cigarettes we're we're a family we just need each other and you're like oh that's sweet <laughs> yeah i don't yeah, know i think that, it, that episode i it, 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 it was it caught me a little <laughs> off guard <Yeah. laughs> I enjoyed it, but I was like, oh, I don't... Like, I've seen parts of this episode, but I did not... I haven't seen the whole thing, so I was just like, oh, shit, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of the adult shows that I feel like finds a good balance between, like, insane shit happening, but also being, like, good slice of life, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also with just adult animation in general, I mean... Mm. (laughs) A, f- a family guy you'll get peter just beating the shit out of his children but <laughs> yeah it, king of the hill is a lot more grounded in that mm. way um mm. somewhat i mean there, there's one episode where uh bobby's comically covered in ants but um. <laughs> uh, to a point where Dale's- it's disgusting <laughs> Dale's like give me your hand they'll come on to me and then he gets bit the 50 gazillion times by fire ants. And dies. And dies. It's it's just a good show. It's very good. It's uh, a good show. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about the pilot? Let me look back. I don't know. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the I think pilots yeah. are really hard to do. Yes. It's hard to get them right. I, I, I just think they did a good job with this pilot. And it, it does set the tone for kind of the rest of the series. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It's good. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how else to say this other than pilots are hard, but they did this one good. Yeah. And then they had to in- introduce so many characters, too. So they did a very good mm-hmm. job with that. I, like, I was already, like, crying at the baseball scene because Bobby, Bobby's playing baseball. And, <laughs> and um, Hank is very intense about his about his boy playing playing some good old american ball and so like he comes up to the gate like as soon as he like runs up to the gate as soon as like bobby gets to bat and he's like go bobby go go you hit the ball hit the ball pay attention to the ball (laughs) and bobby just misses it he doesn't even try to swing (laughs) it's just good yeah this this pilot was insane now that i'm looking back at it oh my god it was kind of nuts, but I think it's, I don't know, it, it sets the tone of being in Arlen, Texas. Because yes. <laughs> cause you have this, this um, what's the job called? Um, child service protector dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, they're worried that, or, yeah, the town's kind of worried that, you know, they're abusing Bobby because, you know, there's certain mm-hmm. things that came up. Um, But the <laughs> child protective service person was you know, from LA or California or something like that. I don't know. You just kind of see it from an outsider's perspective a little bit of mm. things go a little differently in Arlen, Texas. Yeah, yeah. This, this ain't California. <laughs> Hank fucking hates 
northerners so much. <laughs> he does. It's very funny to me. Do you think we need to explain <laughs> what King of the Hill is to the listeners? I think we should. We, so we you- like, uh, <laughs> if you don't know what King of the Hill is... You live under yeah, a Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was, like, do, I was like, do we have to explain any of this? I'm like, you you know what King of the Hill is. You can go. You you can explain. It is a slice of life animated sitcom that focuses on an all-American family in the city of Arlen, Texas. And their, their misadventures with their other family members and neighbors and friends and co-workers and the main character is specifically hank hill who sells propane and propane accessories and basically just him being annoyed by pretty much everybody in his life in some way shape or form (laughs) and his son he has a son named bobby and his wife peggy and his niece delanne and he has three silly friends named Bill, Dave, and Boomhauer. Three silly friends. Something three that surprised silly. me when <laughs> uh, watching this first season is that apparently they were all childhood friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I ever really knew that. See, but... I didn't really knew that either, but I was like, there's no mm-hmm. way these four guys would just come together in adulthood, I feel like. No, they they would just be like neighbor. I thought they were just neighbors, and that oh, just kind of okay, okay. became friends after a while. But no, they <laughs> they went to like Cub Scout shit together. <laughs> yeah. And then they just all decided to move in next to each other. <laughs> or maybe they just always lived in those houses. Um, but yeah, I don't know that. I guess I just didn't really think about that. But it's like, oh. <laughs> these are Hank's only friends for his entire <laughs> life. It do be like that, though, doesn't it? I guess so. <laughs> do you have a favorite episode? Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I think the Boggle episode. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, I love that one. When I saw it was in the like the list, like when I was like on Hulu, I was like, yes, <laughs> yeah, because like I've seen this episode, but I didn't know it was in the first season. I love this one; it's so good. I don't. I must have seen it before, but I see. I, <laughs> uh-huh. There is a YouTube poop of this episode. That's that I what read. I was gonna yeah! say. <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> whenever I was watching the episode, I was like, boggle, boggle, <laughs> boggle. Seeking, seeking, you know. (laughs) Hedges and clippers and hedges and clippers. Like, I I was like, that's the part, that's the part. That's the part, yeah. H2O2 poop. (laughs) It's very good. I I recommend that everyone please watch this. Please watch the King of the Hill Boggle YouTube poop because it's so fucking good. (laughs) But the episode's very good as well. I, I was just like, yeah. oh my god, that's the fucking, that's the one. <laughs> um, this episode is about Peggy playing Boggle, which I did not even realize was a real game. I thought they made that up. 
<laughs> it's real. <laughs> it's real. I didn't think it was real. But it's like a little, it's kind of like, it's a word game. And you like shake up, you try like, you shake up a little thing. And then you try to find words from the letters that you, I don't, that you have. I, I've never played Boggle, but that's what I got when I watched this. And so yeah. she, her friends are like, you're so good at this. You should play in this championship thing. And so she's like, okay, I'll do it. And so the whole time Hank is kind of like, Hank is a side character in this one. He fucking hates that, but he has to deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) And like when he gets there, they're like, they ask him the name for the hotel reservation. He's like, Hank Hill. And the guy's like, "Mm." and I don't think people should say this. But the guy's like, um, we don't have a Hank Hill, but we have a Peggy Hill. What if, what if someone just lied and they're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Peggy. She's my wife. Like, um, maybe you shouldn't also say the other similar names of people that are in (laughs) the hotel reservation thing. That's not safe. I hope that dude got fired. Literally, yeah, he needs to get fired. But, um, so he's like... He's like, I didn't marry Peggy. Peggy married me. And while he's like, he's like being on the desk and there's like a little, what's it? A little bell on the desk and then like 50 gazillion like bell boys come up. To- yes, <laughs> it's such a good bit. Yeah, it's just good. But his friends are like, we need to go to the mower expo. So he has to choose between supporting Peggy and going to the mower expo. <laughs> I think the concept of a mower expo is also quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> I also really love the B plot, which is um Bobby and Luann yes. fucking up the house and they have to just like hire fifty gazillion people to come over and fix things. <laughs> it's just it's just a good fucking episode. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also Peggy has to go against this one lady who's like she's a snob and she's like she's like ain't ain't a word. <laughs> Her laugh, they like reuse the same clip of her laugh whenever she laughs, and it's so funny. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, Peggy ends up winning the Boggle Championship, and she she Boggle. shows that lady Boggle, <laughs> and she shows that lady what's what. Um, did you have any other ones that you really enjoyed? <laughs> the, the second episode is, um, Oh yeah. They the school is like, "Hey, we we're thinking about teaching sex education to your kids." And, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, hell no." But then, you know, things happen and then turns out Peggy cuz she's a substitute teacher, she's the one who now has to teach the sex ed. I I kind of enjoyed that one too. I think if I if I look at that one really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it <laughs> Because Hank's, Hank's just kind of a little mad at her. He's just kind of uncomfortable with the fact that she has to do it. But um, at the end of the episode, there's just like a really <laughs> sweet moment where they just yeah. dance together. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is really nice, actually. I, I think, again, um, again, it's just like these little sweet moments in this first season that I really yeah. enjoyed that I don't really remember happening in, in later episodes. Um, Not to say that they all went away, but yeah, you know, they're, they're, they there's little sweet moments in like almost every episode. It ends on a nice, happy moment 
between the family and it, it just it feels nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> another one that i also enjoyed was the fourth episode where hank is mm. trying to make sure that bobby has a role model in life he's like that boy ain't got no direction and stuff like that and bobby ends up hitting his hank's own idol a uh, musician willie nelson um with the <laughs> he ends up hitting him in the head with like a golf club um and so bobby makes it his mission to find willie nelson and have him sign hank's guitar and to make it up to him because he was very upset and mm. so it's it has a nice very it has a very nice moment at the end where Hank is kind of he's kind of <laughs> well how do I say this? he's not quite pushing um Peggy away but he's kind of like he's doing all he he's showing more attention to his guitar than his wife and Peggy gets very mad about it and so she goes and she's like I'm about to get this man right now but she walks over and he's singing the song that he wrote for her but he's he's telling it to bobby he's like listen to this song and so when she gets there she's like ah i and she was like i came over here to beat you over the head but now it's, I, I i love you <laughs> and it's, it's just a cute moment and then <laughs> and then like willie nelson tells hank that bobby does have a role model and it's him and it's like a heave a heave. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking sweet. I like it. Uh, the Sweet Road episode was insane. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I just had to say that one more time. No, you're right. You're Looking right. Yeah, list of episodes. <laughs> and the other episode that I really, really liked was the Ant Heel episode. It was very funny. <laughs> mm. So, basically, for. Their street has a little Cinco de Mayo celebration that they do every year. And I guess they they try to do something. They, you know, it's, it's just good to have your, have your lawn looking good. You want to have the best lawn on the street. And in the whole neighborhood, if you can help it. But Hank is like, my lawn looks really fucking shit compared to my neighbor, Khan's. And so, <laughs> and so, um, he says that he said he says that exactly yes. And so, like Dale has been his ex- like kind of his exterminator guy, spraying insecticide on the lawn. But Hank is like, um, please don't do that because I think that you spraying my lawn so many times is making it look bad. Dale does not take this very well. <laughs> um, immediately after. He tells him this. He starts like plotting and planning how to like fuck up his lawn. <laughs> he like he like plants fire ants on his yard. When Hank tries to um, get rid of the fire ants, he fucks that up too. And then he's like, "Yeah, okay." He's like, Hank comes up to him. He's like, "Okay, I need you to get rid of these fire ants. I'll do anything. Just like, please spray the shit." And Dale's like, "Okay, I'll do it." He starts spraying it with some different shit. <laughs> and then when Hank comes outside the next day, his the the lawn is gone. <laughs> it's just sludge. It's, <laughs> yeah, it looks like a desert. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's literally just dirt and he's like he's like no he, he falls to his knees 
it's the worst time ever for him. And so, <laughs> and so after that, he's just he's just not in a good mood. Um, Peggy ends up finding out. She goes over to, I believe she goes over to Nancy and Dale's, and she she wants yeah she's trying to get some sugar that's what it is and so she goes down to the basement because nancy's like oh sugar sugar we don't have any sugar <laughs> mm-hmm. so she goes into the basement she walks in there and then she sees all this all these plans in like a little like makeshift of their home and she's like oh my god dale's been doing this and then she like unwraps like a thing and it's just like jars of fire ants and she's like ah <laughs> and so the part that was very funny to me she tells she she ends up telling hank of course because why would she not tell him and hank gets up and he's like he's like i'm gonna he's like i'm gonna kick i'm gonna beat your ass <laughs> what does he say i'm gonna kick your ass yeah yeah um it's good and then the bobby thing happens with the fire ants and i don't know it's just a, it's a fun episode i really like it uh, one one thing i liked about this episode is earlier in the uh episode but Khan's like uh your lawn's gonna bring down my house payment or something like that <laughs> and, and dale walks up and is like if anyone's gonna bring down the, <laughs> the, the well, prices yeah, it's, of the houses yeah. it's me <laughs> He was like, it's I would be embarrassed one. to live next to Hank. <laughs> it's it's just good. Do you have a favorite character? Do I have a favorite character? Honestly, I think I really enjoy Bobby. Bobby's just fun. Oh, Luann. No, think, Luann is my uh, favorite character. Yes. True. Yeah. Yes. I think Bobby's just... <laughs> he's, I don't know. He's maybe he's always kind of been like this, but he seems kind of just sad in this <laughs> first season. Yeah, yeah, yo, he's kind of he's, he's like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, he's very much I'm, a goofy, goofy boy. Yeah, but yeah. He's very much dealing <laughs> with having uh, his parents are okay, but sometimes they get on to him, and he's also just maybe not the brightest tool. Uh, yeah. In the Expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not really re- reaching any of them, but it's it's okay, Bobby. Yeah. Um. One thing that I also didn't really know. I, I'll I'll get back to the favorite character thing in a second. I did not know that Connie was just called Con Junior for a good couple. Yeah. Of <laughs> and then like it kept happening, and I was like, oh, is this just her name for a while? <laughs> just her name I, yeah cause she was like oh my dad wanted a boy yeah <laughs> she's just named con jr yeah. oh oh poor thing oh poor thing <laughs> but um did yeah. you have a favorite character i don't know i enjoy all of them you know but i don't i might also go luann honestly yeah i just think she's silly but also she's going through it so <laughs> <laughs> i agree there was. I also really didn't know either that like, Luann is just like, like Luann is like struggling through um, beauty school right now. But the thing is, mm-hmm. nobody talks about the fact that she just has like a talent for fixing cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like um, she gets, and she no gets one really talks about that either. Yeah, but, yeah. In in the episode, whenever Hanks 
dad shows up she she just like talks some car shit out of nowhere and <laughs> yeah. went, wait a minute where this <laughs> and then she's like what did she say yeah like she's literally under the under the car like fixing it and she's like all right i fixed it uncle hank <laughs> like okay girl go off she has many talents yeah beauty school is just not one of them this season you see the um you see Khan's family move in next yes. to because the first like six episodes they're not there and then you you watch them move in which i which i enjoy that mm. um that, that you know they weren't there the entire time um i think i this was like 1997 right yes, whenever this yes. first came out i think king of the hill has um he's aged pretty well i think and <laughs> if there are some moments that are like yeah. that's most likely the point or yeah, yeah, you yeah. Or you could just um, make that as, oh, yeah, these are a bunch of white southern people living in Texas. There's probably going to be some (laughs) off-color comments every once in a while. I was going to ask you, I was like, how do you feel about the racism? (laughs) It's... Because it's like, because it's like... It's like there are parts where I would watch it and I'd be like, ooh, this is a, this is not, don't say that, that's not cool. But then I you remember, I'm like, you yeah, but then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's the point. That's the whole point. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I, I think it does a good job of <laughs> the racism. <laughs> I think it does a the good racism. job <laughs> of, of, of not being malicious, but just being mm. misinformed yeah, from the yeah. characters. And that's, I feel like that's, they're on a tight tight rope when it comes yeah. to that shit but they they very much stay on that tight rope and that's very good to see um it, it never it never seems out of hate or anything yeah, it's yeah. just like oh they're just dumb i think it's also like too it's like like you said it's like always shown to be in the wrong rather than mm-hmm, just being mm-hmm. like we're gonna say some racist things instead it's just yeah. like no they shouldn't be saying that <laughs> The joke is never really the like racist part. Yes, it, the, the joke jo- is that they they don't know. Yeah, the joke is never like on Khan and his family. The joke is always yeah. on Hank and his family. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's a that's a thin rope they're walking on. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but they they I think they, they managed. They to, do it well. Yeah, like managed to walk it well. Yeah. Which is surprising. I mean, not surprising, yeah. but you don't. You, <laughs> it's quite easy to watch a show from the '90s and mm. see some not good things or things that just don't hold up uh, in this woke world. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I'm looking at two of the writers on this. Did, okay, so I'm gonna read this out to you. Their names are yeah. Jonathan Eibel and Glenn Berger. And it says, they are American screenwriters and producers who are best known for writing the Kung Fu Panda movies, the Spongebob Damn. movie, Sponge Out of Water, Trolls, and its sequel, <laughs> Trolls World Tour. That is insane. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. Jesus Christ. The guy who worked, who, Toby from The Office was a writer for the fucking <laughs> King of the Hill? Okay. <laughs> That's insane. Okay, anyway. Do you have any other thoughts about King of the Hill? Mm. Um, uh, whenever I was watching like stuff on Adult Swim, also, um, mm. there was the infamous Japan episode. 
or two episodes, two-parter, where Hank Hill and his family go to Japan. <laughs> I have uh, not even seen that. Wow. It's it's pretty famous, I would think. Uh, um, I would think cause, so, because I know, like, King of the Hill, like, they, they enjoy King of the Hill in Japan. That's so it interesting is. to me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's really cool that there's, like, a whole little community in Japan that are like, oh, King of the Hill is awesome. <laughs> like, I just would have never thought of that. Yeah. Uh, but it's really cool that that is a thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the Japan See. episode, yeah. His his family goes to Japan, and I think his dad is, um, which also, his dad's quite a character, by the way. Um, oh my god, but yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he had kind of an ex-lover in Japan that mm. he kind of wanted to make amends to. And that's whenever we find out that Hank has a brother who's half Japanese, and it just looks pretty much exactly like him. <laughs> um, that those two episodes have really good music in them. I they they had a budget <laughs> for those episodes, and I'm happy about that because interesting to see. Because I with the King of the Hill, you kind of see the same. Texas backgrounds the entire time. It's quite an American thing, and then it's interesting to see the you know the background artists do something completely different, and mm. you know draw like the neon lit city of Tokyo and shit like that. It was yeah, it was just neat. It was neat <laughs> to watch. <laughs> I w- I need to watch that. <laughs> Ooh, at. I believe at the very... No, no, no. It's like... Okay. It's... Uh, you remember the poop episode? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, at the end credits of that episode, you see Hank Hill talking to the viewer himself. And he's like, I apologize if, you know, the amount of skin I showed was too much for audiences. And he was like, I... He was like, I, I read the script and I decided to show, you know, as much as I should. But, some, but it implies that they're all acting, which yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's just a goof. It's like a one off thing. Where it's like, <laughs> he's just, you know, addressing that he showed his ass on TV. But there's got to be at least one person out there who has a theory. <laughs> oh, there has to be. <laughs> there's theories about that just because of that one clip there's theories or maybe there's just like a, a king of the hill acting au or something like yeah. that <laughs> i just find that interesting it's out there somewhere and I, yeah. I support whoever i support whoever's uh you know thinking about that sort of thing <laughs> i don't know if i have too much else to say about king of the hill though i mean it's a classic it's yeah. truly a classic yeah. um i don't think i, have I enjoyed I enjoyed seeing kind of the roughness of the early Cell animation that they yeah. had. It's just charming to me. Um, yeah. I enjoy it. It's a classic. It's funny. It's silly. It's goofy. But, I mean, it's held up pretty well, considering. Yeah. Uh, many years. Many a year. <laughs> uh, and it's, it was really interesting to go back all the way to season one and see how some of the writing and some of the characters have changed because again i think it's just a lot it's a bit held back maybe or again just quiet uh bill is 
<laughs> Bill is less dumb. Luan is like a little less loud. I feel. I feel like again. I feel like Bobby is just like not as funny as he usually is. He's just kind of a sad little boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. <laughs> of course, I still enjoyed it. It's fucking King of the Hill. Yeah, it's fucking King of the Hill. But I definitely agree with you, though. Like, it's just kind of weird seeing those slight differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on the Wikipedia page for King of the Hill. And Me too. it's talking about the revival of it. Oh, um, yeah. Which, I mean, I'm, I'm still scared <laughs> of that. <laughs> Me too. Um, but it says, uh, somewhat recently, uh, Root has stated that the new revival uh, will also have a time jump taking place years after the series finale where Bobby is all grown up. This is so scary. This is the okay. scariest sentence on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, that's scary. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's not like people, you know those comics. You've seen those comics, right? That's like, Bobby is like a therapist. I love those Dude. comics so much. Those comics are, oh. They're just good. I'm, they're just good. I forgot about them, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're so quite like, powerful. <laughs> yeah, the content of them. If you if y'all don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, please do yourself a favor and go look at the therapist Bobby comic, specifically the one with the son from fam- Chris from Family Guy and Bart from The Simpsons. It's such a good comic. You'll you're gonna be like, oh, this is goofy as fuck. No, it's a very good comic, no, and I, I no. like no, no. It's good. <laughs> so so going back to what I was saying, though, it's like, you know, with that, I'm, it's not like people haven't thought about, you know, what Bobby would be like when he's older. But it's kind of like, I don't know, I'm scared. What are y'all going to do? <laughs> I'm scared. And how hey, much gonna older? older? Everyone's going to be older. Yeah, how like how much, much older? Is Bobby doing taxes now? <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. It's worrisome, but also, I mean, I think they're just in the writing process of it right mm, now. Um, that's true. It was just confirmed by an actor, uh, but I mean, maybe things can change. But I mean, I, uh, I, I don't know, guys. This this better be good, <laughs> please. And if not, I mean, then we just have, you know, two hundred fifty-nine episodes already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we have we have content we can fall back on to. Yeah, I mean, shit, King of the Hill, yeah. How will you rate this show? Hmm. (laughs) Eight eight out of ten. Alright, yeah. I think it's solid. Yeah. I I will also give it the same. (laughs) But it's just just getting its footing right now. But I mean, it's... it's, I mean, it's just still solid. It's King of the Hill. (laughs) What am I to complain about King of the Hill? Yeah. (laughs) So what are we going to watch next? <laughs> so, remember uh, last year, and I, I suppose kind of the previous years, um, we've done... <laughs> mm-hmm. We've done Anime Girl April and Anime. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, it was Anime... Was it Anime Girl May? <laughs> it was Anime Girl April, and then it was like Anna, like A-N-I, and then May. Okay. <laughs> like the month, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um and maybe we could do a joke like, "Oh, King of the Hill is my favorite anime." Ha ha ha. Um, 
but I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to watch some real anime on here. Okay. And so <laughs> Uh-huh. Can you get I, it? <laughs> I really want to watch Kappa Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I haven't watched watch the good shit. You said I want to watch some real <laughs> Oh yeah. That's fair. Um question where the fuck are we gonna watch that <laughs> i believe it's on youtube oh okay like oh wow you are right that is some real anime it's on youtube oh yeah well i'm up for it why are there so many episodes why does this show have 26 episodes in the first season it's got it's got 52 in total what the fuck and okay. i'm watching all of them <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I need my Kappa Mikey out. <laughs> I, I, I've heard tales of Kappa Mikey, and I believe I've watched Wait, okay, I was going to say you've never younger. watched it? I think I've watched some when I was younger, but not as a, not as an adult, I don't think. Well, and I would very I mean, much I like to agree. take a look at it. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we're watching Kappa I know Mikey. of it, don't worry. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm very excited to return to this show after so long. (laughs) I'm scared, but yeah. (laughs) And this is the end of the episode. You liked hearing my voice. Hi, my name is Mazzy. Um, You can follow me at Gutstosis. G-U-T-S-T-O-S-I-S. I've got no news for (laughs) you. And if you like my voice and would like to hear more of my things... You can follow me on. You can follow me at Bumble Ruby, spelled Bumble, R U B E underscore on on Tumblr and Twitter. I don't know. I can get that out. If you like the podcast, you can share it with your friends. You can share it with your neighbors. You can share it with your three childhood best friends who <laughs> you love dearly. <laughs> um, <laughs> You can give the podcast five stars or whatever the highest rating is on whatever you're listening to. Uh, that would be Please. so awesome of you. Please. Please. Uh, you can send us an email at channel two news. Nope. At channel two and podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Ignore the first one. Uh, <laughs> emails are awesome and we'd love to answer questions. Yeah. Uh, follow us on channel two news on Twitter and Tumblr. I don't know if I said that already. Or I'm going to be honest. I, I was. <laughs> I was like, did you already say that? I have no clue. I don't know. (laughs) I need to write a list down, but I'm just going off the dome here. (laughs) And the music was made by my friend Ben Joyner. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Um, And now this is where the music will play.